Welcome, my friends, to Scrime Era, the gaming advice podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems and also create problems probably for the people in the hotel rooms next to me. You, you, you speak louder and more animated on the podcast than you do in real life. Of course. I mean, that's just, that's, that's just what you do when like, you're doing recorded media. Of course, yeah. And, and so you, do you, well, I mean, Riley, I wouldn't be worried. I'd be jealous. Those people are getting an early preview of Scrammy River. And they're actually getting some... Dennis, we're going to drop some hot, hot knowledge on people today. We've got a world we joke, premiere here. We joke a lot about having big news on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We actually do that. We We've actually, actually got some, some actual huge news. For many Very people, helpfully lined up with episode 100. <laughs> this will be... No, well, it was all planned. It was all planned. All planned. Mushy Months was like, making. push the announcement last week. Dennis is like, no, puts his foot down, gets me on the call. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mushy, listen here, mate. I'm not taking any of your nonsense. Episode 100, smart. You know that's where it's coming out. And he back, you back down. He backed down. We actually we got it, really. a massive, we got the scoop. It is actually a, a massive announcement. So this isn't like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's all hype. Okay, let's be very clear. It's not the vinyl. Ah, you can't win them all. It's 200, episode 200. I would, episode 200 will do the vinyl. Um, we, we won't do the vinyl, episode 200. Just bef- bef- when someone clips that out and takes it out of context, be sure to include this part where I say it, where, uh, the immediate back down. Um, the reason this episode was a little bit uh, a little bit late in coming out was because we had to ensure, Dennis, that all was in mm-hmm. readiness. We had to ensure yeah, that... This will likely will have come out a little bit later. We had to ensure that every last I was crossed and every last T was dotted because Dennis. <laughs> do we want to make the announcement now? For I mean, the announcement is the ad read, right? As a, as a special episode. Oh, by the way, episode 100. We did it. We did it. That, we that was what I, wanted to, what I wanted to do was get to 100 episodes. What yeah. was the number when we first started recording? You said most podcasts stop before, is it 11? I think it's <clears> 8 <throat> or something really low, yeah. Yeah. Well, Amateurs! We're doing okay in that regard, and to celebrate our special 100th episode here, this was definitely planned and definitely not just a coincidence that it lined up in this way. <laughs> Dennis, I mean, we all know that the show is brought to us by ChannelFireball.com, but what's cooking at ChannelFireball.com this week, my friend? This is even more serendipitous than usual, because when you're listening to this episode, when you go to ChannelFireball.com, it'll likely say, we're down for maintenance, coming back soon with a marketplace. So we definitely couldn't push people to there. But Riley, it's time. It's time. It has been so long. I, I it's think, time. I mean, it's my, time. my hands have, have forgotten, Dennis, the, the feel of, 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 of the of, of fresh cardboard. Your my, mouth has forgotten the taste of the $8 hot dog. <laughs> my, my ears have forgotten the, the flick and snap of, of sleeved cards with monsters as Dennis. They are transported from zone to zone in the meat space, in the physical presence of other like-minded nerds. Dennis, it's been so long. It's time to gather again, Riley. Dennis, it is time once again to put the gathering back in magic that's right. Juggalo Fest is coming to you. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Channel Fireball X in Insane Clown Posse. The Gathering is... No, oh, sorry, I'm misreading here. What are we doing, Dennis? We're doing an actual factual Meet Space Magic the Gathering event, Riley. November 19th to 21st. We're back, baby. Let's go. Las Vegas. Two main events. Two main events. Modern Crimson Vestile, which will be hot off the press at the time, I believe. I think it's release weekend. Two main events? Your mom lets you have two main events. 
And you know, you, just normal, you know, $10,000 each. What's that? No, $25,000 each, each main event. $50,000 in total for both of these main events. Everything you come to expect from a Channel Fireball event will be there, Riley. Okay. It'll be artists, will be prize walls, will be command zone. There'll be bad food that costs too much. Mm-hmm. Because that's not really the purview of Channel Fireball. The, the venue tends to take care of those. There ones. will be a queue for the bathrooms. <laughs> There It'll be, be difficult to find parking. There will be a black gathering point. There will be a booming announcement telling you there to gather there. Yeah. Uh, so people are going to have uh, the obvious, the elephant in the room, Riley, is what are we doing for the safety of our fine attendees out there? No safety. It's just no. like the old days. No masks. Barbed no wire. <laughs> no, masks are required by all attendees and... Mm-hmm. We're issuing a vaccine mandate, right? You have to have a vaccine, proof you, of, proof you, of vaccination, or negative test in the last 48 hours before entering the hall. You absolutely love to hear it, Dennis. You really, really do. This was something that I know people are concerned about with various events coming back mm-hmm. to playing in person. And um, I tell you what, I think it's absolutely bloody fantastic that Channel Five, Channel Five, was putting their uh, their feet down, their foot down here. It's interesting because because Dennis can't say this, but I can. He's an employee of Channel Fireball, and he can't say, but I can. They didn't have to. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to, and they chose to. And can I tell you this? It's not custom. It's not costing them nothing. No, it is not. It, it is, is not. not. It, it's not a decision. But you know, it is what it is. And I th- it is weird for me and you, Riley, because you know, you and I can't eat in a restaurant without showing proof of vaccination. Yeah, that's true. And in and, Europe, but I mean, yeah, in America, where freedom is valued above all, you can go and you know. I mean, I don't even know what you can do in America, but it, it seems like a very, it seems like a, a wretched hive of scum and villainy in some cases when you hear about the stuff that you can do. But Dennis, I'll tell you what you can't do, and that is go to this. What are we calling it? Magic the Gather, uh, Channel Fireball presents Magic the Gathering Las Vegas. Just cut right down the middle. Okay. All right. So there's no. MTGLasVegas.com. MTG, when you go to MTGLasVegas.com, well, I, I mean, technically to go to the website, you don't need to be vaccine, vaccinated or wear a mask. Um, but when you go to the event, I'll tell you this. You better bloody be, because otherwise, nah, not getting in. But Dennis, when you get to the website, your webcam turns on. It's like mask not detected and kicks you out. <laughs> big news, though. Hundredth episode, big news. I don't think we've had. Be- I, I, I mean, we've obviously had. We've had a lot of fun on this podcast. You know, we've had. We've had ups and downs. There's been smiles and frowns. There's been laughs. There's been tears, Dennis. But I don't think we've ever had an episode that has had that has dropped this level of this magnitude of news on people. So yeah, this week, folks at home, MTG Las Vegas, get across it. Get to the website, mtglasvegas.com. Head on over there. We can't wait to see you. Oh, man. Just like just like the old... Well, I was going to say just like the old times, but no. Very specifically, not like the old times. No. I don't <laughs> know if you're going to... I'll be there, Riley. I don't know if you're going to be there. I uh, don't know yet. I mean, I don't know. I found out about this, what? 35 seconds ago? <laughs> yeah. About, what, 20 minutes before we started recording, if that, as we were gathering yeah. the questions and things, and you were talking about this uh, this thing. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll make every effort, but... Um, oh... I mean, Vegas in November, that's that's going to be nice. It's got to be nicer than anywhere in Europe, right? Or Vegas in, or those of the Vegas in July, like we usually have to do. I mean, I don't mind that. I don't mind Too that. hot, man. Too, when, even uh, for you, sure. I don't know. I did, uh, what was it? It was a GP. It was GP Hogak, right? Mm-hmm. And the, I, was, I was with you for that one. The convention center was so cold that I would go outside and sit in the 40-degree heat. So that's like 100 and something <laughs> Fahrenheit. Just to warm up between rounds. That's how cold it was inside. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it, man. 
Because the air comments on your outrageous, dude. It was just, it was unbelievable. Dennis, this is not like Dennis and I have a lot in common, but one area that we are completely, I mean, almost completely polar opposites is when it comes to heat. Like, the yeah, I run thing, hot and you run cold. The first thing that Dennis does when he goes into a hotel, well, I can't tell you the first thing he does, but the second thing that Dennis does when he goes into a <laughs> hotel room is he, <laughs> it's not even a joke, uh, is he turns the air conditioning all the way down. All the way down, as low as it'll, yeah. as low as it'll go. Usually, I, usually, probably, let me put this in uh, Fahrenheit terms. It's usually down to like usually like, like 60, 60, 60 Fahrenheit or so. Yeah, exactly. I can get it below I'll that, turn yeah. it all the way up, as high as it will go. Or ugh. when I was in, last time I was in Vegas, turn it off and open the windows. That is awful. That I is like, awful. I, awful. I, I like being warm, Dennis. I don't like being cold. No, I like being crisp. It's not crisp. Man. Fresh. It's just, it's just unpleasant. Anyway... You too can choose the your hotel room temperature when you go to what is it MT, mtgvegas.com is it that mtglasvegas.com mtg Um the city wouldn't let us take out the loss This is oh man it's surreal it's truthfully. actually really sick like I'm sitting here being like oh yeah of course like because there's part of it's like yeah like mm, sure GPs magic fests like we all know what these are this is the sort of event that we're heading back to that's great but there's part of me like dude have you forgotten about the last eighteen months. <laughs> Have you forgotten what it was like? Like it, it's a weird time. It's been it's 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 been it's been real. <laughs> I want to go. Can I go? Sure. All right. Excellent. I'll go. Well, I'll try. I'll see. There, yeah. I mean, who knows? There's going to be so many. I mean, even coming to Germany, man, it's been a little bit stressful. I'm still here, still in a hotel room, in I'm in Fussen, mm-hmm. um, which means feet. I'm in a town that is just called feet in German. Um. Traveling is it the bottom of the hill or something? In COVID time, it is. It's at the bottom of the uh, the mountain range. Yeah. Um, it's it's stressful, man. COVID, it's stressful. Mm. Traveling, you know. I mean, well, you know what isn't stressful though? You know, it's, I was about to say, you know, it's a good way to cool off, but it's really a good way to heat up. Is yeah. shooting a flamethrower into the sky. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. All right, let's finish. Let's 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 get off boring COVID talk. No one's here about that. MTG, MTGLasVegas.com. Riley, you you had an interesting weekend. <laughs> oh my goodness me! So for those of you who got across it, Red Bull Waterloo was on last week, right? Like last last week's episode was done. That apologies for the sound issues last week as well. I plugged my microphone in and held it and talked into it for the entire episode, and then and only then realized that it had gone through my webcam or my like mm-hmm. laptop's built-in speaker as well. So I do apologize for that. Anyway, um. Yeah, so it was in a castle, bunch of money on the line. <laughs> At one point, like I'm doing, you know, I was doing the, I was dressed up, I'm doing all the host stuff, right? At one point, one of them comes up to me, like, you afraid of horses? No, no, no. How do you feel about horses? I was like, I'm fine mm-hmm. with horses. My girlfriend's a horse trainer. I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable around them. Like, oh, do you want to ride one? I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Sounds great. Why am I doing this? And like, oh, we want you to interview Leary. He was the runner up. We want, we want you to interview him. I was like, okay, I can do that. And they're like, on horseback. I'm like, <laughs> is he also on horseback or just he you? He was also on horseback, dude. He got dressed up. He got the cloak on and everything. And so we, we got dropped off at this like monastery, this ruined monastery up on the top of the hill. And this they hired a company that brought horses along. And we got on horses and did the, did the interview on horseback. <laughs> dressed in like medieval clothing. Just because that's what Red Bull wanted, man. And if the client that's wants it, the client outrageous. gets it. That's yeah. outrageous. That, that, I mean, that's not the silliest part, though. Uh, that same day, same day, same Twitter. It's basically same Twitter thread. Yep. But uh, get back to the castle. One of the other um, uh, production managers comes up to me. Are you afraid of fire? All right. Where is this going? <laughs> You're like as much as the next guy, right? I mean, I'm, I'm like, sh- I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't. Okay. I'm not impervious to fire. I don't have, re- I don't have resistance. <laughs> I just, I just want you to know that, like, if the next question is, we want you to do an interview while on fire, I'm not going to be happy about that. <laughs> and they go, no, no, no. 
how would you feel about shooting? Like, how would you feel about firing a flamethrower? And I was like, in, absolutely in. Like, Sold, yeah, hundred percent. Right? So they did this thing where they did a fire show, but like this, this you know, it wasn't really medieval themed or anything. It was, it was cool, and they filmed it. We all dressed up, and they filmed it. Was, it was just a little segment for the thing. It, it was so sick, dude. Like I'm not usually one for performance art. Like I don't like dancing or ballet or plays or anything really. I mean, they're fine, whatever. This one got to me a little bit. Like, do you know, I know this is a little, I don't know, philosophical, but standing in that castle in that courtyard, right, that has been there for hundreds of years, watching these people dance and twirl around with fire, I thought about all the other hundreds and thousands of people who on a cold night have gathered in that courtyard, right, around their own fire and sang and drank and danced and told stories and entertained themselves, they're like that. And I thought about how, like, primitive and parochial we look at that as being these days, right? Like, we look back and go, oh, look at the, you know, they're quaffing ale or whatever and, you know, mm-hmm. didn't even have electric lights or anything like that. And then I realised that, like, if that footage somehow survives and in like 500 years it gets watched, they'll be looking, oh, look at them, no hover cars or, you know, implants in their brains or anything else like mm-hmm. that. And I just, I, it, 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 I felt very connected to history at that point. And that was a really nice thought. Very, and then they had me a flamethrower and I got to fire. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, I mean, I know you say you like to be warm. But was this was this too far? No, dude. I was in leather armor, and I had like a, a flaming helmet on my head, and I just got to blast the air around me with a flamethrower, and it was, I think, the most fun. Like my heart was going at a million miles. The adrenaline, mm. the power that I felt like blasting that thing. Oh my goodness! You look deranged I, in the I picture you posted on Twitter. Like I look possessed. You can go on Twitter and see the picture. I, I look absolutely just, oh my goodness. Do you know the funniest thing about that whole thing though and the horse and everything else, right? Hmm. At the end of the event, I was going around and I thanked people. You know, I went to the, the, the production manager and was like, listen, thank you so much for having me on board. I had a, I had a great time and, um, you know, I, I really appreciate the opportunity because this was just amazing, right? And he goes, no, mate, thank you. I mean, thank you for just being so open to trying stuff. And I'm like, mate, you wanted me to fire a flamethrower. I was never <laughs> going to say no to... I'm not being open. <laughs> they didn't come up to you afterwards and be like, right, how do you feel about filing taxes? Because we'd really like for you to do yeah. an interview just in a big old fat Excel spreadsheet. That'd be really helpful to exactly, us. Exactly, yeah. We, we, how, do you, how do you feel about packing up all this tech equipment by yourself? Uh. Um, no, it was, it was incredible. That'd be a job. fun interview format. You like spooling wires and putting the, putting the casting equipment away. I mean, I'm not. I'll tell you what, I'm used to it. Like we used to do that for GP. Mm. G, GP coverage we used to pack up all the tech stuff ourselves. So I, I could do it. Uh, but no, it was an incredible event. Most amazing event I've ever done. And uh, once in a lifetime It's going to be tough to be a flamethrower. It was, it was wild, man. It was absolutely wild. Um, is MTG Las Vegas going to have coverage? I don't believe so even if it does yeah you're not going to dress me up as a medieval knight to do it are you i wouldn't think so sorry (laughs) not doing it how many flamethrowers are going to be there i mean that that's a line item in the budget that i have to take a look at but i can probably i I can i can probably get us over the zero mark there okay all right well we can talk about it if flame flame i mean if if anywhere in the world you can rent a flamethrower riley it's gonna it's gonna be in Vegas. it's surely gonna be lost the right, first auto complete was flamethrower rental near me do you know what do you know what i need i need a flamethrower and a horse actually there's probably not a single horse that's going to enjoy having a flamethrower used while i'm on its back so we can we so can i can rent a flamethrower for 400 dollars <laughs> in vegas yeah oh worth man worth battlefield worth. vegas dude it's like a shooting range yeah, we can. We have to get you down there, but yeah, it's That's the fun. same. Yeah, 
It's not impossible. Okay, great. Excellent. Add it to the itinerary. And uh, I mean, you know, we haven't got coverage confirmed, but we do have flamethrowers confirmed. So that'll be something. Yeah, it would be like round two main feature match, round two time walk match, flamethrower feature, round three pairings, you know? We'll be back right after this. Riley (laughs) opening opening a crate of seal with a flamethrower. Oh, we dude. just we just get a pallet of magic cards and you incinerate it. <laughs> Can I tell you something, Dennis? What's that? I think Age of Empires is... I think it's got me. Really? Uh, well, good news, Roddy. Age of Empires 4 is about to come out. Yes, and the Age of Empires community certainly has very strong feelings about it. In which direction those feelings point? <laughs> That's not something I'm going to get into. No, I've been like watching Age of Empires for beginners videos and it's just there's something about it it really appeals to the organized optimal like it's a game you can play optimally yeah strategy part of it is something that i just really really enjoy the micro and the like managing things at one point no eco is fine i'm on the eco part i just don't like the having to be in 15 different places at once it's very stressful but apparently it gets easier it's a lot of plate spinning right that's the whole game exactly right you know because you've got to be like managing eco You've got to be scouting. You've got to be raiding. You've got to be building. Yeah, armies. from what I watched of Wallalo, it's mostly guys on horses bothering villagers. Oh, that's a huge part. Well, the reason they show that is because it's very. So, this is the equivalent of. So, raiding vills is the equivalent of. Um, Stealing someone else's jungle camp in League of Legends. I'm trying to think of a magic thing for it, but yeah, it's it's the equivalent of like. Land destruction. Thought seizing. No, no, no. It's Oh, actually, it is. No, it is exactly that. Mm, It's exactly exactly that, right? It's stealing resources. It's it's destroying their resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's just, it's land destruction. Yeah. You feel it a little perverse, but it does feel very, very good. It's very impactful, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that was when I first started watching Age of Empires as well. That was the thing that surprised me the most because I remember playing it when I was a kid. And whenever a villager died, like the casters would go, they'd go, bonkers like they'd be like oh that's two villagers dead it's like yeah, it's just two villagers it's just a hundred food but no like a villager villagers are like the absolute time the, re- like, the potential resources exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so even killing I'll, dude people, i'll play i'll play here with you i tell you what you better be quick because i'm gonna get very good very very quickly well we'll see <laughs> don't even worry about it. uh should we get into some questions, Roddy? It's been almost 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, we do have another minute before our 20-minute deadline to get into questions, Dennis, but um, I guess I guess we can start. For actually. the 100th episode, we could bust them out a little early, I think, right? Yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. Um, our first question comes into us from Mallow Man. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, Mallow Man, for writing in, who says, how do I best go about encouraging people to play a game I like? Oh, we've done this dance. Here's <laughs> the context. I've played Destiny since the Taken King before, free to play before crossplay. Destiny rating is fantastic, and I want loot. I love it. But when other people ask what I love about it, I struggle to articulate why in a way that is appealing to other people, and instead I have to find existing enfranchised players instead. Riley, you like Destiny. Why? Dennis, I don't really like Destiny anymore. I um, no, it, did, it, didn't really, it didn't really stick for me. I, I got about sixty hours out of it. I think sixty really pretty good, good, good for a free hours. game. And then after a while, it, it becomes it becomes a grind. It really. Does. I mean, like any MMO, right? It's always you just grinding for the next bit of loot. And I, I got to a point where like playing casually wasn't very much fun anymore. Um, I played it one last time before I left on a holiday, and now that I haven't played it, I haven't missed it. And when I think about going back, I'm like, ah, I think I'm probably just going to uninstall it. It was fine. It was fine. But um, there was definitely a jump that I could see, like almost like a cliff face that I could see approaching in terms of how much I wanted to get into it. And once I'd done like the casual stuff and, uh, you know, collecting things, exploring a little bit, I was like, okay, I get this. I don't really want to do this anymore. 
I mean, when I like we talked about in the podcast, when you asked me to play with you, I was blown away first of all how much Destiny Two was just Destiny One again, yep, yep, yep. and instantly I felt like everyone everyone is so far ahead of me on this. Yep. And, but also, it does, I, nothing about getting there looks interesting to me at all. That's what I had as well. Like, I enjoyed hitting the, the power cap. Like, that was fun, you know, grinding all the way up to that. But then, like, you stop looking for better loot that is sort of like the numbers stop being high. You start looking for perks mm-hmm. and, like, play styles. You get diminishing returns, basically, right? Basically. And the PvP system, like, it's, I guess it's fine for people to enjoy it. It's just, it's just, I mean, that's why we stopped playing Apex, right? Because we're just getting stomped and it's exactly the same in um, Destiny. So I'm like, well, I'm not trading. I mean, Apex is just a better PvP game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to Destiny specifically I can't really give you any advice uh, Mellow Man because all the advice that you would give to someone to make it appeal to them was lost on me um, but I guess can we speak more generally how do I best go about encouraging people to play a game that I like because as you say Dennis we've done this dance Talk well Malaman's more, your, more some of your strats that were so effective Dennis Malaman's more asking how do I articulate it's more asking how do I articulate why I like a game because when I want to convince you to play a game I'll usually I'll usually compare it to other games I know you like mm-hmm. or I'll tell you what I like about it and hope that you share my feelings. Okay. But these like almost these like endless Skinner box games kind of like Destiny almost you know like these like these especially loot intensive games. It's very difficult to talk about why people like them because they just appeal to a part of your brain yeah. and a large part of why Destiny is fun is because the raids and like things like that are designed so that you need to employ teamwork. Yes. And solving a problem as a team is fun. That, for example, is why I like League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Because I like, I like pulling back a close game and playing as a five. That's some of the most fun I've ever had playing a video game. <clears throat> some of the least I've ever had playing a video game is playing League of Legends by myself. Mm. So, and I imagine Malaman feels similarly about Destiny, to be honest, which, which is what motivates this question. So I think you need to try and it's really hard. Like, it's one of those we talked about last week, I think it was two or three weeks ago, where you want your friends to want to play. Exactly. Because and if you make them, they're not going to like it. <laughs> trust me. Like, go on. I was going to say, trust me, but you didn't even push me to play Destiny. I was like, oh yeah, I'll try that. And I hated it. Yep. Right away. Yep. And, and this is, this is one of the reasons, like, that, you know, League ended up being something of a wedge between you and I at one mm. point, is just because you wouldn't let it go. And we both needed you to let it go, right? But, you just wanted me to have like we talked about this you wanted me to have fun with your friends right like you wanted me to come and enjoy my not necessarily with your friends you just wanted to have a good time and hang I was I, I was having fun playing a video game and I would like to have fun playing the video game with you yeah exactly that's the, that's the whole I mean and that's the summation of the argument really but I guess what I'm saying Kimela man is if you like you can't force people to like stuff and you can explain what's good about the game and like if you're having trouble articulating why you like it I can't really help you with that like what, do you, <laughs> what like what do you like about it just Try to explain it in simple terms. Look at some of the, what the game offers. As Dennis says, is it teamwork? Is it like complicated raids? Is it is it the the never ending? Is it Twitch? Is it Twitch shooting? Is it the story? I assume it's not the story of Destiny, oh, but you never know. No, we absolutely do. The nerds in my Discord they absolutely love the Destiny story. And every time, because I didn't have any idea about it, and I was playing, they're just devouring those grimoire cards, whatever they were called. Well, I was. What I, well, it was funny because I, I played through a bunch of the content, but in the wrong order, right? And so we'd be on Discord calls, and I'd be in a fire team with someone that was like, "Okay, so this is the guy who killed this guy, but he said he was going to do this, but then actually this person." I'm like, "I just let's just shoot some aliens, man. It's not going in." They're like, "No, no, no, really, you need." To I was like, I, "It's not going to increase my enjoyment of it." Um, 
I think, Melaman, one of the other things you can do if you want to get someone into this, one of the great things about Destiny is you can just do a bunch of hand-holding as well when it, when it comes to like mm-hmm. running people through content or expose... You, you could even craft a, a Destiny experience, right, for these people, this person, that you think is going to be the most convincing. The For me personally and this may not be for, for other people depending on their situation it's, it's, it's always going to be move the needle in the right direction though the, the biggest way to get me to try a game is if it's free because i'm going to play video games anyway i may as well play one that you like right um so having that, no there was no world i was going to get, get you to spend 1999 league that was never going to happen no like i would have never ever even tried it for 20 dollars. what would have had to have to happen is dennis would have had to buy it for me and then i would have felt guilty and i would have played it as well you know yes <laughs> so there are a range oh dude i'm buying you death stranding on steam steam right now steam gifts can I the, re- the director's re- cut just came out right can i re-gift that i can can't i but son of a can <clears throat> i i can can't i I believe you can. I think I can get, like, because it's a code. If you don't open it, I think you can ship it on. I yeah. think I can. All right. Well, twitch.tv slash Rulignut and for an exclusive exclusive Death Stranding Director's Cut giveaway. Thanks to my friend Dennis Stranjack. Damn it. <laughs> um, I think you've got a lot of tools in your arsenal here specifically for Malaman. Do we want to open it up, Dennis, and talk about how to generally get people to, to based on our mutual experience? The art of persuasion just overall. <laughs> yeah. Well, things to do and things not to do, right? It's uh, don't look desperate. I've made that mistake before. Don't be like, please just play it with me because they play it for you out of pity or out of physical obligation. They won't like it. No, exactly. And also, like, I think uh, one of the things, like, I, I, I didn't like Metal Gear Solid. And I mean, sorry, I wasn't a fan of Metal Gear Solid beforehand. And after having played it, like, the only reason I'm even slightly invested in it is because of Dennis and because it sparks joy for Dennis. And I have very, very positive memories of playing it with Dennis mm-hmm. and having him be like, wait for this little bit, right? Um, yeah, you have positive memories of of Liquid and Metal Gear Solid Two being like, mm, I've taken over Assault's body using this arm." Yeah. You don't have positive memories of how do I get around this log? Oh no, I did not mean to lie down against yeah. something. That's not. <laughs> um, so make the make the experience very. I guess that's the other problem with League is because you'd be off jungling and I'd be like struggling away in top, and we weren't really playing together. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. whereas like when we played Metal Gear Solid together oh I mean I was playing but, I, but, it's weird I wasn't even play, I just watched you yeah, play but, Metal but, Gear but it was it was amazing like it enhanced my exp- I don't think I would have I, I no not even I don't think I wouldn't have finished any of the games if you weren't there no also I mean also it's so easy to get completely lost in the plot like the fact that I could be like wait who's this guy again and then you would give me his you know star sign and, and you know shoe size and blood type like mm. I was I was I was your dude in the chair in the in the data center. I had the wiki open. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I was yeah. looking it all up. So I guess, but, like, um, Melaman, do what you can to express the joy that these games bring to you, and offer your friends the chance to share in that joy. And if they don't take up the offer, as Dennis says, don't be desperate. The other thing is, if they try it and they don't like it, know when to cut your losses. Mm-hmm. You can do damage. I have done damage to mine and Riley's friendship by pushing him to play league yeah. more times than he wanted not, to. Not irreparable damage, but like Dennis and I had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Like we had to talk about like, it, and, and it wasn't it wasn't a fun conversation. Like, I think you had to be like, "Dude, I really don't like this game. Please stop asking me to play it." Like, it's making me not want to hang out with you. And yeah, I was like, "All not, right." And well, but it was it was mutual, right? Like, because you were like, "I don't want to hang out with you when you're being so miserable. I'm just trying to play a video game with you." Mm-hmm, and it was like, difficult. Dennis, Dennis and I have a very robust friendship, and like we were able to have that conversation, but it wasn't a nice one to have. No, so you like you got to you got to know if your friends really don't want to play it, don't push them. Dennis, I've just, of, I've just thought of something here, right? Just thought of a little saying, right? Just, I've just made this up at the top. You've got to know when to hold them. 
Our next question comes from Aurora X, or maybe it's Aurora the 10th. Am I the magical asshole? It's a magic question. Uh, mm-hmm. My friends and I are into drafting MTG sets and occasionally host draft nights in my house. We saw that Mystery Boosters were coming back to LGSs for a limited time and talked about getting the group, group, group together to draft it. Great idea. They're very fun. Sounded like a fun. It sounded like a fun evening and my friend mentioned that they would pick up the box and we could all split the cost when we got together to draft. Okay. Perfectly reasonable. The next time we saw each other, Dennis, and here's where it starts to go off the deep end, I noticed that my friend had a binder full of Mystery Booster playtest cards. So I asked where they came from. They casually replied that they couldn't resist and opened the entire box of boosters. Someone cover Marshall's ears. <laughs> I got upset and asked why they did that after we said we wanted to draft with it. My friend answered that they bought the box and just wanted to open it, and we could easily get another box, but that I should buy it this time, and everyone could pay me back later when we drafted. Am I the asshole for refusing to buy the second box and causing our group to miss out on drafting the mystery boosters? Now, Dennis, um, we usually side with our listeners here, but why on earth would it be Aurora's responsibility now just because the other person couldn't keep their hands off those boosties? So it's weird because I suppose it is the same if, the other, if, if you know, Dave, this person, let's say, or whatever, yeah. buys the box and everyone pays him, or if Aurora buys the box and everyone pays them. Yeah. But... You're like 2% an asshole if you're obstructing the playgroup, but like, it's not, it, the, the responsibility should certainly not unfall, fall on your shoulders. I don't even know if your friend's an asshole. They're just very weird. Yeah, it's a very, I mean, it's, <laughs> what's going on here? Look, I, I, look, I kind of get this, right? Like, let's say that I go to the supermarket and I'm like, listen, I'm going to buy Meg a little treat here, right? And so I buy her a bag of chips and I say, hey, listen, you got a bag of chips waiting for you when you get home because I, you know, I was thinking of you in the supermarket. So I got you that. And she's like, oh, thanks very much. And then when she comes home, I've eaten the chips because I'm a greedy boy, right? Like, I would then go and get her another bag of chips just because, like, she expected that and that's a nice thing to do for someone. I was like, oh, sorry, I ate your chips. Or, like, even if she brought a bag of chips home or something and I was like, oh, sorry, I was hungry, so I ate them, but I'll replace it, right? Mm-hmm. I guess this because the, this person did pay for it with their own money and it's their property technically, but they, they, there is a sort of tacit understanding. They bought it on behalf of other people? I mean, it's like... This person isn't obligated to buy. They offered. They're allowed to rescind that offer. They bought a box. They're allowed to open the box. It's yeah. their box. They don't really have to then buy another one for the group. It is very weird to be like, no, you, to the other person. That's that's the part where it loses me. Even if you want to put some percentage of asshole on Aurora here, it has to be lower than the friend. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like I mean, Aurora, I think I think what you should do is just buy the box and get on with it, I mean, provided you have the, you know, the, the cash to do it. If you're pawning something to buy the box, do not do yeah, that, obviously. Yeah, but, but, like, assuming you can, you could just do it. Like, I think you probably just cut your losses and do it. Like, teaching this person a lesson at the expense of your entire friend group or your play group there probably isn't worth it. But nah, like, path of least resistance. It'll make it obvious to everyone else that this person's an asshole. I, they and, put and, you in a very like, weird he, position. Okay, he, Dennis makes a good point. If you want to teach the other person a lesson, right, buy another box and draft it because then you're the hero. Right? What if you buy another box and draft it and don't invite them? Oh, that, I mean, now that's just nasty. You already had a bunch of Mr. Booster cards. I didn't think you'd want any more. Oh, no. Now that's just nasty. <laughs> but like, this feels like Aurora's doing it because, like, you're refusing to buy the second box because you feel like you've been wronged right and I, th- I think on a very mild level you have it's certainly strange they bait and switched you at the yeah, very least yeah. it's not a great like, it's just they've piked on you right like they've said let's do this thing then they haven't done the thing right and that's not a nice thing to go through for anyone but 
I think you actually stood to come out way ahead. Like it's almost a bit of a power move, really. Be like, oh, it's all right. I'll take care of it. So I think I probably would have just if if the plan was still want people still want to go ahead with drafting. I think I probably would have just swept swept in and and bought the bought the second box. But I certainly understand you not doing it because it's a feel bad. Like having that person just kind of. Hey, I bought this thing that we're all going to share. Oh, whoops! It uh, it turns out that I just what Dennis? What's with people that can't help but open boosters? I don't really understand. I don't that. understand. Like, I had a I, I had a friend of mine who worked in a in a GameStop and they sold um they sold magic cards and they sold out of season like they just had magic cards from before when like they tried it. And, and, and it was Avacyn restored. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Dark Ascension. Yeah. and this was like long after those cards were out of standard. And Alan, I'm sorry for listening. Alan would just sit there behind the counter when he was bored in the store, you know, and just buy it with his employee. Just can't crack it for the, you know, I think you're just chasing that high, man. Just chasing that momentary rush of dopamine to open, I guess, the Grizzle brand or whatever in this case. No, I think it's Avison. Um, no. Avison. Really? Uh, Archangel Avison, I think, is the big one. Yeah, Commander. Um, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I have hundreds of boosters in my room and I just, oh, they just sit there. Wow, fake magic fan. Archangel Avison's from the wrong set, Riley. No, what is it then? Avison the Avatar of Hope or some crap? A- A- Avison something. That's right. Yeah. Avison Angel yeah. of Hope. Yeah, the eight mana one. Yeah. Um, fake magic fan. Fake story. AOE main. <laughs> how quick to how quick we are to forget? How quick we forget? I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to draw attention to it, but you know, m- you know, Midnight Hunt came out. Where's Riley streaming? Yeah. Not streaming it. Haven't so streamed I'll, I'll play. I'll play. Oh, where, where, where were you on stream that weekend? Playing Age of Empires. Yeah. AOE main. <laughs> <laughs> I want to post. You should post that meme of the guy looking at the girl as he walks past it with you and then the arena logo and the Age of Empires logo. <laughs> oh, that might be that might be a little much. That might be a little Jump- much. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, we've got another question here, Dennis. You want to read this one? We got a, que- a two part two here. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Aurora, I would say you're not the magical asshole. I think you probably should have just bought the cards, but whatever. You're in the clear. Go ahead. You're under no obligation to, yeah. yeah. Sound consumes pyrite sin and says, am I the magical asshole? So my friend and I were at FNM at our local game store. He had come back from work and didn't bring his trades except for some cards he opened for mystery boosters. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I looked through those and he looked through my binder and he said he needed my foil dragon's rage channeler, but he didn't have anything I wanted. We agreed to meet up again at his local, at the game store tomorrow and trade. We were both going anyways. Riley, this wins the 100 episode smart award for the world's longest run on sentence. Dennis, can I tell you something? The, the full stop, the period that you've just come to, was put in by me. The entire, <laughs> oh boy! This entire question, when it was submitted, was all commas. I am the very modern of a modern major general. <laughs> okay, no cap- later that night, no capitalization. Stream of thought. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hot, hot off the dome. Yes, it's very later it's that very night. Jack Kerouac. This one. <laughs> this is Ulysses. Here we go. go uh, later that night, I was trading with another one of my friends, and he said he wanted the foil Dragon's Rage Chandler. Now, of course, it would be much of a story, Riley, but Sam only had one Dragon's Rage Chandler. Mm-hmm. I was hesitant, as he did have cards I wanted, but I wanted to keep my word with my other friend. He then offered to trade me a fetch land and some other cards for it. And based off of Jeremy Fetchland and some other cards for it and some other cards. And I was up a few dollars on the trade. And of course, Fetchlands are high value. I was very interested in that. I ended up trading with a second person in the end and was pleased with the trade. And I told my other friend while he was playing Commander and he got visibly upset and just got up and left. Should I have waited to trade? Am I responsible for my friend's feelings? Should I attempt to trade back? 
Sincerely, the guy who was accused of cheating on Tabletop Simulator six months ago by you guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember the details, any of the circumstances, or any of the context, but I, I 100% stand by my decision and what I said at the time. Well, Dennis, there's no way to tell what you or I said. How could we know? There's no way to know. Um, I about, guess we'll never know. So about six months, that would be, what, about 25 episodes ago? So around episode 70, mid-70s? Mm-hmm, something like that. Let's go back to delete that one. Let's go back to delete that episode, Dennis. Don't worry about that one. That's gone. Um... So, oh, before we answer the question, Dennis, I also want to congratulate you for oh. editing that question on the fly in your head to yeah. add extra clarity yeah. to it. I, yeah. did, I did my best <laughs> to clean it up, but you, you refined it even further. People can go to bit.ly slash joinwriters discord if you want to see this, this uh, yeah, Jack Kerouac question here from, uh, from Sam Consumes Pie. Um, now, Dennis, we usually, we usually side with our listeners, but I'm not going to now. I think you did the wrong no, thing. No, I don't think so either. You promised it, no? I think you did the wrong thing, Sam. Really? You spent, you spent the weekend in a, in a medieval mm. in a medieval setting. Mm-hmm. This was an arranged marriage. The goat had already been accepted. The dowry had already been paid. Yeah. Well, no, there had been no payment of the dowry, but certainly the, the betrothal had been arranged. And I think you breaking that. I think that, yeah, your friend is right to be upset with you. Um, now. Because in their mind, right, in his mind, that was his Dragon Roads channeler. Now, here's the thing, though. Sam didn't want any of this guy's cars. No, no, no. I know that they said they would meet back up and try come to some sign of yeah, agreement. And that's what you do. And then if you still can't come to the agreement, then it's off the table. It was a little shitty. This, I, I, I think, gonna, I think yeah. this is calling a restaurant and saying, oh, we've got a reservation for three. Thank you very much. See you at 7.30. You rock up there, say, sorry, we've got a reservation for four. And obviously, we were just going to put you at a table that could have seated four anyway. So we've taken the other one because we we're going to make more money out of it. I don't like it. So I, I think this is much more like calling a restaurant, saying you're booked for four at 7.30 and then going to a different restaurant. Oh, no, no. In this case, Sam was the restaurant. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Yes, but if we want to flip it around the other way. Sam Consumes Pie, not, not a great track, track record of, of writing into the show here. No, cheating first and ne- the villain and now, of the first and hundred now, episodes. Am smart. I the magical asshole? I think just a little bit you were, mate. And I'm sorry to say that because I'm in you know, another six months we get another question from I'm looking forward to I will have forgotten this one and you'll say Hi Riley and Dennis, I ran over my friend's dog yesterday, but I just buried it and when he said if I'd seen it I lied and said I hadn't. Am I the asshole? <laughs> Sincerely, the guy who was accused of cheating in tabletop simulator, also the guy who was accused of being Who traded the card he promised. Yeah, exactly. Um look you know, it's just a card. I guess you could say, why do you have to be upset about it? It doesn't matter that much. It's it's just a card. But it's the principle of it for me. And I would be upset. I don't think I'd be, I don't know, what did it say? He visibly upset, just got up got up and left. I mean, I don't know if I... That's a little melodramatic. Uh, maybe I wouldn't like storm. Maybe the EDH game wasn't going too well. But like, I wouldn't storm out in anger or anything. But like, if Dennis, if you did this to me, I'd be like, dude, what? Come on, man. How much, Riley? Let's let's look at this price check of Foil Dragons Rage Channeler. Irrelevant. Not irrelevant. irrelevant. Not irrelevant. Irrelevant. Disagree on irrelevant. It, it could have been a basic island, dude. It could have been Ooh, a, a basic. It island looks like it's like liked. twelve or thirteen bucks. Could have been a basic island. You like the art on it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The, Actually, the less it's worth, the 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 worse it is, right? It's if this is the thing actually it's a good point because if it's like 200 bucks right you can you're you know, like dude I, I got i wanted to make good on it i'm sorry you can like juice someone a little bit and get like you know a little bit of extra value thrown in for that trade like if it's a foil snapcaster or something that people are going to want mm-hmm. right like you'd be like mm, well if you want it you're gonna you gotta but if it. i promised you literally an island because you like the art on it and i traded it for a planes or whatever you'd be like what the hell yeah, man what the hell, man 
And also, like, if you're going to trade it to a friend, like, presumably, if I'm going to, if, if I traded a hundred dollar card with a friend, I would be then incentivized to give them a bit of a discount. You know what I mean? Like, that's just. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that sense, but no, the fact that it's only twelve bucks, I'm not into this, man. I think I think you did wrong. Sam consumes pie, and I think the only way to rectify the situation is go to the Channel Fireball Marketplace and buy every mm-hmm. single copy of Foil Dragon Rage Channelers and offer them to mm-hmm. your friend. Mm-hmm. In by way of um, apology, use coupon code NIGHT. I think I think that's I think that's smart. I think, honestly, I think that's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only thing to do, really. Um, no, you don't need to do that. Do you know? What you do? Do you, I do would you? love, dude. I would love if we started giving out like tithes like that for absolution on Smart. <laughs> My child, you are forgiven all, but if you were to go purchase a Snapcaster made yes. for the Child Fireball Marketplace and use code Smart, <laughs> all your sins are forgiven. Um, I don't think you need to do that, but do you know what you should do, Sam. You should go and say sorry. You should. Because I think if you say sorry and your, op- your opponent, your friend, doesn't accept that and still holds a grudge, hey, you're in the clear. You did the right thing by trying to make amends. Um, and Look, we all we all do things sometimes where we don't consider other people's feelings as much as we should. Yeah. People, I think, are, some t- are maybe not inherently selfish, but tend to do selfish things occasionally out of thoughtlessness or carelessness we, or just, you know. We judge others by their deeds and ourselves by our intentions. And exactly. when you sat down to make this trade for Fetchlands, it made sense for you. You wanted the Fetchlands, of course. Like, who doesn't want Fetchlands? It's a good trade for you, right? Your friend will understand. Your attention was like, ha this is going to make Terry exactly. cry. Like, like, that you, was not... You weren't going like, oh, I'm really... I'm, oh, my, my idiot friend wants this Dragon Red channel. I'm going to I'm gonna not give it to him. Like, that's, that's obviously not the energy you brought to the trade. But, like, your friend doesn't see that. Your friend judges you by the fact that you let him down by not not holding onto the card that he wanted. So, I if it were me, I would be offering an apology that was sincere. And I think, like, if you really wanted to fix it, you could go and buy another one and trade it with them. But I think that's going so far above and beyond that it's probably getting a little unreasonable. Um, no, I think you just say so you're, you're right. I'm sorry, I wasn't really thinking about your feelings at the time, and I should have been. I probably like, I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have done that. Period. And if that's not enough for them. Really, I think you've done all you really you reasonably need to. And hey, right. birthday coming up, maybe, maybe Christmas or something like that. Right. Maybe a foil dragon's ride, dragon ride channel would be a funny gift to get them. Who knows? I think it would, right? I think we gave some real advice today. We did, Dennis. Um, Mix things up for the hundredth episode. Yeah, we've changed the format a little bit by doing that, Dennis. Um, I guess I do want to offer an, offer an apology here at this point to the listener. Um, if you came into this with like expectation of a special podcast related event and not just a coincidentally we made more of a fuss out of episode six we made more of a fuss out of 69 than we did that <laughs> well, i mean that's natural of course that was always going to be the case um the timing just really didn't work out in terms of dennis and i planning something special uh because i've been away i've been super busy with age of empires and, and whatever else right, so it's we, been off with this new girlfriend age of empires too we really didn't we were really <laughs> not new dennis <laughs> 1999 this game came out um, but, not even trading me in for a newer model I guess that is I'm, I'm older than that I suppose well magic but, is also older than Age of Empires yeah as well, that's true boomer game yeah, magic exactly. who knows next I'll be playing what Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 not the remake um, no but we do Dennis and I do want to do something special and what we've thought is because we're actually going to be in the same room next week when we record I'm going to mm. come visit Dennis in Dublin we're going to record in the meat space um, so if you've got any ideas to kick off the, the next season of Smart, episode 101, um, please let us know at the Discord or DM us on, on Twitter, whatever else. 
Um, if you've got any cool ideas for stuff that me, we maybe only could do in the same room. Otherwise, uh, what we did for episode 50, Dennis, I don't know if you remember, is people sent in like little testimonials. Like little voice yes, they, that was true. Actually, little audio ones. I'd like that. That'd yeah. be really nice. If if nothing else, like we can do that at a minimum. But if there's something else you think it'd be fun for us to do, bear in mind that it is an audio only format. So keep that in mind when you're making suggestions. But yeah, look, apologies we didn't sort of pull out the stops for this app. But next week maybe we can uh, we can do something cool. So we'll see. And of course, we'll be launching our Age of Empires podcast. You know, uh, Grush Me from River. Did you look up like Age of Empires terminology? No, I just know I just know some Age of Empires terms. What's what's a G rush? It's a galley rush. You build a bunch of galleys and like, what do you mean? Okay, and which which what what is a civilization that would be good to do that with, Dennis? All oh, right, I don't know. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> it's, I know it's a, I know it's different from a feudal rush, a flush, if you will. You really should have gone for T rush. That's the big one. Is T rush the big one? Tower rushing. Towers. Tower rushing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or douching someone. <laughs> what is douching? someone? Oh, yeah. Tower Center Rush leading your own 10 center in the Dark Age and rebuilding it next to your enemies. Douching someone in Age of Empires. So um, all the civs except for one can only have one town center before they click up, right? Or before they, mm-hmm. level, they, they age up. And so if you delete your town center, run forward with Vils, make a new town center like on their gold or their wood or something like that. <laughs> it's just, it's the, I'm trying to think of the magic equivalent. I don't even know what it is. It's the magic equivalent of stealing your opponent's hand off them and playing with their hand. Oh man. It's, yeah, there are some really dumb things. You so can the, do there's booming, which is investing all your economy into more economy until you can go to the Imperial age, generally yep. up to 110. So basically you min max money and then just build your army all at the end. Yes, or but, resources, but you're money. very, very vulnerable while you're doing that because you usually don't yeah. produce military units. And so if they realize that you're booming and you haven't walled, they can come and raid you really effectively. And if you fail a boom, and the other thing is you have to transition out of a boom and that's also Fast, really hard yeah. um, to get all the, the balance of, of resources right. Because it's not just... You have, yeah, it's one of the things if you want to figure out that's what you're doing, you're screwed. Yeah, right? well, but not just that. You can also just screw it up yourself by like... Like you, you can fizzle. Right, like a clever opponent will hold up counter magic for the key spell, but you can still just fizzle out if they don't have it. And when you're booming, you can fizzle by, like, floating too much of a, of a certain resource, or um, or not like <clears throat> teching correctly with the stuff that you whatever. Like, there you can't. You, now, Riley, what is the difference between a boom and a fish boom? A fish boom uses fish, like so. Not every map is well on water maps. Yeah. Um, but booming with fish requires something different because with villages, you need to, when you're booming with vills, you need to be producing a certain amount of food to keep all of your town centers active, right? You need to be producing enough food that your town centers are always making new villages. When you're fish booming, you have to boom wood because you use wood to make. I use wood. You use wood to get wood, and then you win with a Don Quixote card. No, you use wood to, yeah. because you don't need to make villages, or you do, but you don't need to make as many because you can put fishing ships on food. Right. But that I mean, works I might, on water maps. You know what I would actually love to do it is with you, mm-hmm. but while you're because you haven't really learned to play AOV, AOE I'm, like I'm, I'm properly much yet, better right? at, on the tactical side of it and the game knowledge side of it than the actual playing. Yes, I would love if you and I played against like two AI computers and then leveled them up over time, uh, higher and then we did multiplayer. Do you want to actually get good at Age of Empires? Because I'm, I'm gonna. I think uh, I don't want to say this because I don't want this to be quoted at me. In Commit. Case it doesn't happen. Riley's big call. I'm not committing. I may. You earlier on that you insinuated you'd get good so fast that I would have trouble keeping up with you. I may try to get good at Age of Empires. I may, if I enjoy it, I, w- I will keep doing it until I don't enjoy it anymore. Okay. 
Um, it is not an easy game. It is funny. The community is incredible. And I was talking to some of the pros about it and I was like asking for advice and stuff and they, they helped and I obviously post on Twitter looking for re- like video resources and that sort of thing. But all of them seem to agree it's about a 200-hour investment just to be competent. I played a couple of thousand League of Legends so I can, I can put in 200. I mean, I, I, I would love it if he did. I would, I would love that. Um, but, Agent Press 2 Definitive Edition? Yeah, yeah, AOE 2. Definitive edition is is the place to go. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm going to try it out. If I hate it, I'm going to stop. But if I like it, I don't know. This the Age of Empires community is incredible. It really is. Just it's funny. They embraced you with open arms, man. Oh, and some it's so like I was sitting there in the green room, and like some of the they complained saying, "Oh, and then they did this, and then they did that," and I'm like, "You guys don't know how good you've got it. You <laughs> don't know how good you've got it. The stuff that you were complaining about." pales in comparison to every single other gaming community right mm, i'm sure um oh no they spammed one 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 or 11 in chat too much yeah. <laughs> no it's it's just more about organizational stuff and more like so to, to in a nutshell like community the community right that sort of thing what i'm talking about the only reason age of empires is still around is it's not because of microsoft it's because of the community, right? Like this isn't mm-hmm. a game that Microsoft has been flogging for 20 years. It's a game that has basically died and has been resurrected by a dedicated fan base and community. And this is in, this is one of the things that I like the most about Age of Empires. Microsoft hasn't killed the gold, golden goose. They're not even yeah. trying to squeeze extra eggs out of its ass, right? They recognize that the best custodians of the game are in fact the players and not and the community and not them. So they release expansions, sure, right? But they are so receptive to feedback. They're so, they, they, they listen to what people want to change. Like patches come out to rebalance stuff and all that sort of thing. But like tournament infrastructure, um, you know, the, all the other stuff that you would associate the, the, pers- the, the people who make the game controlling, no, it's all done through the community. So that's why I was never... Really, really, really I played AOE2 probably shortly after it first came out, mm-hmm. you know, probably badly because I was, you know, nine yeah, or you whatever. Make, you make 10 villages and then ne- never anymore. Why would you need ever more? Just make, they don't do any damage. It's like having a Pokemon with like, I don't know. But I played tail. Age of Mythology like oh, seriously yeah. Yeah, a yeah, couple yeah, of years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. It's really where like, you know, you, like, we're like caring about my villager placements and like building as many villagers as possible and like playing it properly and raiding and stuff like that. So I'm not starting from zero. No, you probably got more mechanical skill than I do because I've never played it seriously. Like, like I had hotkeys and stuff, yeah, you know. No, no, I, I mean, I was I did a very, very. I streamed like you know twenty, thirty hours of age, and then and then stopped because the new magic set came out. But I think I might get into it, man. We'll see, we'll see. Oh, oh my god! Did you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for me to tell you to buy Deathloop again. Oh yeah, of course, excellent. I'm looking forward to this, Dennis. Sell me on Deathloop. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, actually, I haven't played very much of it in the last couple of days, but it's still pretty good. You should try it. I wish I had a better... I, I thought I had a, thought of a funny way to introduce the segment, but didn't have a lot to add to it. Um, well, I'll play it when I come to yours. That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, because because it's a, it's a loop game, like a, like a roguelike. It doesn't really matter that if you you know mess it up. No, that's right. And I'll, I can just I can just fiddle, fiddly fart around with it. I wonder if my computer will run it. It's only on PlayStation 5, right? No, it's on PC. No, no, it's not. A, sorry, it's not on PS4. Yes, correct. Because yeah, otherwise I could get on PS4. Um, yeah, I, didn't want to I was initially off and then I'm back on. So yeah, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a crack. Same too. I was. I was. I was on when I first heard about it, and, and then off. really off, yeah. and then back and then on. Back on. Yeah. Have you been playing anything else? Just league. A uh, bit of league. You said that you, were, you and your mates haven't been playing as competitively. What's happened there? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we've been losing a lot. <laughs> okay. um, 
I'm, I'm still in gold four, still clinging on in there. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, mostly we've just been playing a little goofy. I don't. I mean, like I'm, I'm starting to play not jungle. You know, I'm starting to play action yeah, mid. Support, starting to play some you? jacks top. Yeah. yeah, because um, I got to the point where like I would try a new jungle, like I try Trundle or I try um Chivana, and I was like. Oh, like I like the first Trundle game I played, I got an S. I'm on like 15 and two, and I was like, it's just the same. It's, just the, same. it's the same as playing a different champion, really. To be honest, it's not that different. So I want to mix up a little bit, so I started playing mid and things like that. Mm-hmm. Been having fun still, but um, still having fun. It's incredible, man! After a thousand hours, you're still enjoying it. Maybe that'll be me with Age of Empires. Maybe I'm. Ex- you know what I'm excited for that I would love to that I'm actually really excited to play in November. Go on. Skyrim, man. Get out of town, man. Why? Because it's been ten years. It's been ten years. The new version of the game has like 300 pieces of DLC for the PC version that they've packed into it, you know? Eh, I'm off it, dude. I've played Skyrim enough. You're off it? I'm not, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it for the fifth time. Uh, I said originally that I wasn't going to get the director's cut upgrade of Death Stranding, but I just found out it's only 10 euro because I have the base game, so I probably will. That's really good. You didn't have to, you didn't have to rebuy it. I wouldn't have bought it for 70. Like, like, sorry, Kojima, I'm not buying the special edition, but if it's a tenner, I'll do it. You going to play that again? I think um, maybe I don't know <laughs> I don't really want to play it again every it would be the only Kojima game I haven't played twice it's funny, except five I didn't play every time I get on the phone with Dennis to record stuff or chat or whatever it's like oh, I'm so busy with work and like I'll tell you this Dennis if you start playing Death Stranding I'm going to very very seriously question how much free time you, you apparently don't have <laughs> but I'm choosing to devote it to delivering to my second Amazon that's a job dude yeah, yeah paying 10 years to go to work post-capitalist Hideo Kojima released a game at the end of 2019 Riley mm-hmm. that was about a post-apocalyptic world in which everyone in society was just held together by, by, by delivery men by delivery people delivering packages to people as they hunkered down hiding indoors it'll get solid too all over again dude prescient prescient I'm telling you that's it well thank save you the, save the cheerleaders save the memes thank you exalted viewers listeners to listen to 100 dumb episodes of this dumb podcast that's wild i mean i really appreciate that you have time is a valuable resource and you have chosen to spend so much of yours on the the aimless ramblings of us two so i hope you've enjoyed it and if you haven't i don't know why you're still listening you don't have to just like yeah it, bad, bad news oh, this is still, this is not a video this is not a movie we're not coming to an end anytime soon still play it just just don't you don't have to listen just put it on mute or whatever because then all just, just download it you don't have to play it oh we only need downloads don't we yeah just download yeah, and coupon code night to check out um uh but thank you honestly we'll have something cooked up next week when i'm not exhausted after having climbed a literal mountain today um and uh but thanks for being here that's it um, we don't stay fresh for another hundred episodes cheese bags yeah there's oh and also like nothing like we're not trying this is a form formula that's like perfectly successful and we're not changing anything Ideally, Dennis, we get to episode 200. It'll be exactly the same as this one. I hope so. I hope everything's the same, man. Yeah. No, actually, no, I don't. I hope the world's in a, like a slightly better place and we're not talking about vaccine mandates and masks and stuff. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I hope that. I hope lots of things are different, maybe, actually. Maybe a few things, yeah. Anyway, mtglasvegas.com, get across it, and uh, we'll see you next week for the 101 episode spectacular. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Stay fresh again, cheese bags. <laughs>